Welcome to issue 132 of Critical Encounters, a podcast about Marvel Champions, a living card game by Fantasy Flight Games. Here we take a good look at that most critical piece of the game, the encounter sets. We'll discuss those poorly understood characters, unfairly labeled villains, and their various plans to shape humanity and benefit the planet, as well as those so-called heroes intent on thwarting them. Hi, I'm one of your hosts, Mike, and joining me tonight is Daniel. Hey, Daniel. Hello, sir. How are you? I'm doing all right. How are you? Delighted to be with you again. Wonderful. Wonderful. But it's not just us tonight. We are also joined by our our overlord, Steve. Hi, Steve. Hey. All hail. How's it going? That's all right. (laughs) I'm just chilling tonight. Nice. Uh, How's it going? Good. Having fun? Yeah. Yeah. Just just chilling? Just chilling. Okay. I'm trying to... I know what you're doing now. I'm trying to get clues from this part of the show. Uh, I, I'm reading nothing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Daniel. Yeah. Before we talk about Steve, what's on your uh-huh. mind tonight? Mike, I'm going to be honest. I'm a little conflicted. Like, you know, oftentimes when someone asks me what's on my mind tonight, I, I just, I get excited to read reviews of our podcast, right? And yeah, I have yeah. another one. I have another okay. one. Tonight. Let's hear it. I do. And it's five stars. Wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Right? It is five star reviews. My, It's like food for my soul. Our soul. And here it is. Are you ready? Yeah. So, and, and you might see why I'm conflicted. The title of the review is a question. And the question is this. Is it the MCU of Marvel Champions podcast? Do you know what the answer is? What? Maybe. <laughs> so, um, so this is if from you. Is going to be a giant mess that uh, doesn't understand the lore it came from. Yeah, that's us. That's us, right? Oh, is it the MCU of Marvel Champions podcast? It's a, yeah, well, I mean, I, I'm taking it as a compliment. Like, we could be that amazing right i mean there's some good movies and some good storytelling and a lot of but it says says of marvel champions podcast not (laughs) podcast stuff like is it the mcu of all the ones about this game is it (laughs) is it asking if we're like the confused silly uncle of like marvel champions monthly because i think that's also true but if we're the only ones selling tickets. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, no, I, I just love it. Maybe in maybe. quotes. Yeah. And it's in quotes. It's like, maybe. Like, <laughs> someone said that. Yeah, anyway. I mean, are we the 616 or are we the 199999? Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Who, who can tell anymore? Who can tell? Anyway, that five-star review... Which is confused and and Amazing. amused and we're happy with, of course. Comes from Frenchie eleven twenty. Thanks, Thank Frenchie. you. Thank you, yeah. Frenchie. That was great. Um maybe maybe you can uh, email us and tell you what <laughs> you really mean. Because <laughs> I, I love this. I love it. I, me too. I'm taking that as a positive thing. 
because otherwise well, we it would have be to. a, a five-star review. Right, five-star. Otherwise, it'd be like a one or a zero or something. Right? <laughs> I mean, you'd think it would be three stars based on the response. But oh, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, right. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Jury's still out. I think we're pretty cool. And speaking of pretty cool, Steve, I know that you're in charge of what's happening tonight, and you're pretty cool. So what's up? Oh, I like uh-huh. that. That was like good. That. Uh, we are going to look at the modular set uh, Frost Giants. Oh, there's some big hitters in that one. Yeah, so but before we get to the cards, let's talk some story. Please. So Frost Giants, the primary character in this set is Laufey. So I want to no. talk about Laufey in general, okay? Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm, I'm going to talk a little bit about what little I know of Norse mythology. Now I'm no expert like Daniel, okay. uh, but I do have, I do own a computer with Google on it. So <laughs> that means you're about as expert as I am. Okay. So what I discovered and I am shocked to find out uh, after searching all over the place is Laufey is a North mytholo- mythological goddess. Mm-hmm. The mother of Loki, who is, we know is a God of mischief and chaos. And that the name Laufey, it's got a bunch of different meanings, like full of leaves. Uh, And it's related to the idea of lightning hitting needles or the leaves of a tree to create fire. And Mm. in different places, Laufey, you know, there's a debate. Is Laufey male or female? It kind of depends on the source. But everything I was looking at is Laufey is a goddess, the mother of Loki, which is completely different than the Marvel Laufey. Now, Daniel, you know more than I do. Is that seem accurate for Norse mythology? Uh, Laufey is Loki's mom. Yeah. Okay. All right. But like the whole the whole gender switcheroo thing is a Loki family tradition. So, okay. all right. I, I can see why they it could go either way depending on the story. So that's fine. Okay. So what I want you to do is to take all that information I just gave you about Laufey, the Norse goddess, goddess, and ignore it. Forget it. All right. So we just chuck it out the window. Chuck it out the window. Right. Sweet. Okay. Gone. Okay. Gone. So we're going to talk about Laufey <laughs> from Marvel. All right. Uh, who first appears in the issue uh, Journey into Mystery number 112 way back in 1952. So old, but not as old as North mythology, obviously. That uh, does predate that a bit. Yeah. And it does. Uh, this Laufey shows up in what they call the B story. So it's the back half of the issue, right? Like. <laughs> Way back, they had like the main story, and then they'd give you like six pages of some other story. So was it that's supposed what... to be like the precursor to another comic later, or just sort no. of a weird epilogue kind of thing? I think it had something to do with like uh, records having an A and B side. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, you yeah. got a primary oh, yeah. story and then a secondary story that you know somebody did and they liked, but it wasn't worthy of a whole issue just by itself. I never put it on knew the cover. that. Really? That is so cool. That's really a thing? Yeah. The B-sides? Like, on records? No, he means in the comics, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Well, oh, the records I knew, but I love that the idea that... So it's not like a number 113 starts with the B-story of Wonder of 112. Right. One, 112 has two completely different stories, usually not even related to and, one another. And that little six-page B-story is its own thing. Yep. Oh, yeah. Its own yep. discrete story. I've never heard that before. That is so cool. Okay. That's where the weird stuff is. Yeah. Oh, not God. all it's good. I'm so excited <laughs> by knowing not. that. Right, I'm sorry to interrupt, Steve. I'm so. just really excited by that. Go ahead. Uh, good. All right, so let's talk about this 
Laufey in the B story. Uh, ages ago, we're going to go back, okay? Take the Wayback Machine. To ages ago, when the universe was young and Asgard was just a bornin, the, uh, oh, nice. the <laughs> noble... I'm doing air quotes here, but you can't see it on an audio podcast. The noble Odin uh, felt compelled to compensate for his tiny uh, kingdom uh, by battling a myriad host of other foes in order to secure his ego and his compulsion to force his worldviews on others during his midlife crisis while he reigned in Asgard. Okay. <laughs> All right. What? Let's talk about okay. titled old white guy, right? Okay. Um <laughs> <laughs> So one such foe is the titanic Laufey, who is the rightful and benevolent king of the frost giant warriors of Jotunheim. Okay. This is a big dude in a very cold land, nothing like the Laufey from Norse mythology. Okay. But so Odin, unprovoked, just invades Jotunheim illegally, and he and Laufey do battle. Odin kills Laufey with like this dishonorable trick that he has. He doesn't even do it like straight up face to face. Then he steals Laufey's infant son, Loki. Let's talk about some cultural appropriation, right? Um, <laughs> the, the end. That's it. Keep- Laufey's in and out. Done. So, but Marvel keeps the parentage of Loki. So that's correct. Okay. All right. Wait, hang on, hang on. So last week when I'm talking about heaven coming in, and stealing Odin's daughter, that results in sundering them from the world tree. When he just did this himself? Yep. Perpetuated the same crime. Yep. It kills kills the dad first, so there's no retribution, I guess, is the key oh. there. Right? He probably has a dwarf he kidnapped earlier, too. Uh, known Odin. Wow. <laughs> that's, that, that's messed up. It is messed up. Wait, Mike, are you... um? expressing surprise that our <laughs> leaders might be hypocritical in their <laughs> actions and worldviews. I was trying to be a little more subtle than that, but yes, yes, absolutely. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Subtle. subtle. That's my strength. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right. Well, ahead, we know we can't keep a good uh, character down. I'm going to say character because I don't think he's a villain at this point. He's a victim. Eventually, eventually, in 2014, a very long time later, uh, in a series called Thor versus Thor, in issues mm-hmm. in issue number four, four, seven, and eight, Laufey makes a triumphant return. Yeah, I'm so glad you said triumphant. All right, so what we get is we get to see Laufey's skull. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... All right, yeah, it's just his that's skull not... in like a museum kind of piece. But okay. Hold on. Stay with me. <laughs> that's your triumphant return. Triumphant return. Oh, well, that's oh, where it God. starts. Okay, so oh, this is the series actually where we meet the Jane Foster Thor version. Have okay. you guys seen the new Love and Thunder movie yet? I have not. Okay. I have not. Well, no spoilers, but I know Natalie Portman is ripped. Yeah. Okay. So there's some, you know, vague parallels going on in the movie uh, with those characters, but not our beloved Lauthi. Mm. Where is his skull? His skull is hanging out where Malekith, the dark elf, I think we talked about him once, maybe. Um, so Malekith and Dario Agar of the Roxxon Corp, they team up together to grant the gift of eternal oblivion to a bunch of whiny light elves 
so that they can use their uh, biological liquid plasma, we'll say, to resurrect Laufey. Oh. Biological liquid plasma. Okay, they, they slaughter See, a ton of a light elves. Podcast. Yeah, they use a they slaughter a ton of uh, light elves to do a blood ritual over Laufey's skull, who is then resurrected. Yay, oh. return of the king! I'll hail the king! Long live the king! He's back! That That's a pretty kick-ass origin. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. That's so he's back. He returns. He leads the frost giants, you know, in some various bits and pieces. Um, he, he really doesn't get a whole lot of uh, airtime, but eventually we see him again in the Mighty Thor in 2016, a couple years later, where Laufey gets reunited with his son Loki, and they get to have a nice like family reunion. Mm-hmm. But Laufey explains his deep disappointment in Loki. What, what did Loki do? Well, I'll tell you what Loki did. He came backwards through time and killed Laufey. What? I thought Odin um, killed Laufey. No, so time stuff. Uh, really, it was Loki. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, so they, they do this thing where Loki goes back and he, he Loki instigates Odin to go fight Laufey and Jotunheim. And it's this whole... Like, yeah, time stuff. That's really the best way to put it. So, Laufey's rightfully disappointed in his son uh, for for doing this. Uh, Laufey's like, uh, dear old dad, he just says, I just see mischief in your eyes and not murder. And murder is what makes a villain, and mischief makes you just lovable by people. So, Laufey's not really angry with Loki. He's just disappointed that Loki is more worried about this mischief and this funky time stuff and all this kind of weirdness, then he isn't just being a big brutish killer. You know what, um, Steve? It's weird. That, what Laufey says is absolutely spot on. So many years I taught Norse mythology, like anyone who reads Norse mythology, who does everyone like best? Loki. Loki, 100%. Yeah. He is the most interesting character in all of it. And the, the Norse mythos is cool because it's like kind of chronologically ordered. It's a larger story and w- who he is and what he does and it's just the most compelling of it all his dad was right yeah like mischief is lovable apparently yep like everyone loves loki in the norse mythos like readers i mean not the asgardian gods they were somewhat annoyed by him but, <laughs> but yeah like he's great he's a great character cuz he's so He's got just so many dimensions, and at Marvel keeps that. Yeah, um, right. Like Marvel makes them so, conflicted and interesting in a way that yeah, they have he, to really work to make the other ones cinematically interesting. Like I'll probably never think Captain America is that interesting, but well, that's but, why Loki got his own series, right? I mean, yeah, right. It, it just yeah, he's cool. Sorry, to interrupt. Tangent, no, that that was kind yeah. of the end of Laufey in Marvel. It gets a little weird at the end there, but... Um, so he's jealous, is what it boils down to. Yeah, he's jealous, and he's, you know... D- d- yeah, he's just he's just a dad who wanted something different for his son. <laughs> and maybe not to get killed by his own son. It, it, it's weird. <laughs> so, but there's one more Laufey that I want to tell you about. Oh? Yeah. And this is a modern-day Laufey in pop culture. No. Oh. Laufey Lynn Jan's daughter. Uh, known professionally just as Laufey, is an Icelandic singer and songwriter. 
and she released her debut EP, Typical of Me, in 2021. Her music style is described as like a modern jazz. It's very beautiful music. You got to go to YouTube, Google Laufey, listen to her stuff. It's very nice. So Awesome. Yeah. That's such an awesome aside. <laughs> yeah. It's like, usually I rely on Bjork to be my most interesting Icelandic person. Yep, yep, she's interesting. <laughs> she's interesting. <laughs> That's a good word. Yeah. Um, I love Bjork. And I'm all fully 100% prepared to love Laufey Lignon's daughter. Yeah, well, the interesting piece, too, with uh, this Laufey is all her stuff's in English. So it's huh. very uh, relatable to me as an English speaker. So. Sure. Most Scandahoovians speak English better than we do, so it's just what it is. But I like the you use the word Scandahoovian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Steve, there's got to be some cards that we need to talk about, though. Yes. That story was great, though. Laufey. Yeah. As soon as you said like you're talking about Laufey as the mother, and then I remembered the card image. <laughs> not That's not right. Card. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, let's talk about these cards, Steve. Yeah, okay, so you've got a modular set that came in the Mad Titan Shadows box. Six total cards, four by title. Uh, let me tell you about the man of the hour, the giant of the hour, Laufey. Laufey's a unique minion with two scheme, four attack, Oof. six hit points, elite, giant, and toughness with a forced response. After Laufey attacks and damages a character, stun that character with Four, count them, four, four boost icons. Four boost icons. Yeah. And the, the flavor text, the king of Jotunheim and father of Loki, Laufey's heart is as cold as his frozen realm. Nice. Okay, this guy is beefy. Yeah. All right, where do we start? Well, I'll start with mythologically, he was never the king of Jotunheim, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> right. Marvel, Marvel Jotunheim, however. So like, Marvel but, Jotunheim, yeah. Yeah, let's start at the four boost icons because that's the most interesting piece, I think. Yeah, that's so great. It's the only one other than that thing on the Infinity Ring or whatever. Gone. Right, yeah. one of the one of the stones has a four, but yeah, whatever. That's yeah. almost never going to hit. If uh, you're playing this as uh, as a modular set, as in like i.e. not in the scenario it's supposed to go with, this is the only card that has four boost icons because if you bring the Infinity Gauntlet to someone who doesn't have it in the campaign. You can't actually trigger that force boost icon. Only, only mm. Thanos can trigger the boost icons. It's only a Thanos card. Um, oh. Okay, maybe. I think they're like one in Thanos, one in Loki. But Okay, yeah. Laufey is the only other four boost that anyone can trigger whatever set this is in. Yeah. yeah. So put, put this set in Claw so you can get this four <laughs> and then three or something. And yeah, oh, it's so fun. Or like uh, Venom in the new Sinister Motives after you've punched Venom a few times. And this is one of six boost cards. But you're drinking <laughs> that right, right? Taking a um, 20 hit. <laughs> you know, last week, loyal listeners, you probably heard us bemoaning the weakness of the modular set Legions of Hell. Well, maybe it's because of this one. It had yeah. to be a little bit. So I'm, I don't want to bury the lead, but <laughs> I think... <laughs> right. Um, this this minion is bonkers. Six um, health with toughness, so that takes yeah. a bit to get rid of. And you want to kill Alfie 
because he's doing four attack with a stun. Yeah. yeah. If he had overkill, it would be mm-hmm. it'd be great. And it's and I feel like he needed that. You're but... gonna chump block him. So the stun hardly is gonna matter because the right, ally's that, dead. That's the thing, like Or you need a dedicated protection defender type character who will be able to suck up four attack. Which means you're not defending against the villain, or or you are, and then you have to ready and then defend again. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean You need an answer. You need an answer immediately to Luffy. Yeah. <sighs> and when he shows up, as we'll learn in future weeks, he's not like the biggest problem. <laughs> right. There might be bigger right? ones around. So he often sits around. I mean, in in my experience, he's sort of he's put on the back burner for a minute, which is a perfect form. Yeah. Scary. Yeah, that's a great card. God, and that those four. Those four boost icons are so juicy. All right. Well, he's not alone in the set. He comes with some buddies. Uh, Daniel, tell us about his buddies. Well, I'm going to tell you about his buddies, but I feel like I've seen him before, Steve, haven't I? Oh, uh, yeah, you have. I have these Frost Giants. They, they're also in the Thor set. Frost Giants are minions with one scheme, three attack, four health, the giant trait. They are also tough. That could be a giant thing, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, Looks like it. One boost icon with a special boost that reads if the villain is attacking and this attack deals damage to a character, stun that character. Well, there's the theme for you. So yeah. am I the only one that totally didn't know that this was a reprint? <laughs> yeah, uh, it must be. <laughs> you're not you're not Mike. I only said I saw them before because Steve said same as Thor said in the show notes. I'm not gonna leave you alone to suffer, Mike. <laughs> oh, it's nice with you. <laughs> suffer in ignorance. No. I join you, sir. Yeah, Thor's Nemesis set comes with uh, Loki as the Nemesis minion, but you get a couple Frost Giants in his set as well. Gotcha. That's how much Thor the exact I play. Same ones? They're, they're yep, different card? color frame. Oh, okay, okay. So like the art and all that is different, but no, no, the just the graphic frame is oh, like okay. the Loki colors, right? It's like greenish or something. So, but the art's the same. Yeah, I mean they're. They have that same thing. They're not quite as big as Laufey, but they're still pretty good, and they're still stunning. They're they're really good. Their own attack does not stun. No, no. When the boost, one thing to note is it says if the villain is attacking. So if it is a villainous minion, this boost does nothing. This boost does nothing? Yeah. That's interesting. It's interesting that they specified that. Like, are there really that many villainous minions that they were worried about that well when thor came out i don't think there were villainous minions at all and this wording was probably just like oh the villain is attacking instead of scheming then right you don't get stunned if if this comes up as a boost during a scheme and then they just had to reprint the card as is so right understood i see that's my thought on it hmm it should it should just say if this is an attack. We have other cards that say not now. If this is an attack, this card gains plus two boost icons or something like that to yeah. separate attack versus scheme. So because it would be tough if you like the frost giant schemes and stuns you. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Mike, it must be cold where these frost giants live. <laughs> it is very cold and very cartoonish. Apparently, mm-hmm. uh, this is frozen. There are two copies of this. Um, it is a condition attached to your identity. 
Attached identity cannot ready. Alter ego action, spend an energy and a fist resource to discard this card. The cold never bothered me, says Loki. Two boost icons. Okay. Yeah. I love how Disney works with itself. <laughs> the cold never bothered me, Loki. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. But didn't we talk about Frozen and make a joke about it a while ago? We did. And we did. So we've seen. Have we seen this card before? No. I would have remembered this card. What is that? Is that that looks like a fat Grinch? It looks like yeah. One of the four, right? Uh, one of Thor's buddies. There's the four characters like Lady Sif and oh yeah, Volstead or the guy who eats yeah eats all the time and yep, that's him. Huh. I don't I don't know their names. They're heroic type folks, so not worth okay. my time. But I think it's him. But this is a fun yeah. card, right? It makes an identity not be able to ready. Oh yeah, that that's great. You don't ready at the end of the phase. You don't get to use any of your tricks to ready. You can't defend and play a protection card that readies you. You are stuck exhausted. Yeah. yeah. And then you have to flip to alter ego <laughs> to spend, and you're still exhausted. Just because you get rid of it doesn't mean you're ready yet. Yep. So, yeah. And you're spending things maybe you don't have. Right. Right? Like, you might sit for a while. Now, it's an alter ego action, so... This means anyone who's in Alter Ego can do this, right? Right, because it is an encounter card. Good call. Good good point. So good point. so you might have built your, you know, nerd deck or whatever that's got science resources and just don't have it. So you need a friend to come go into Alter Ego. Chip you out? Chip chip you out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, well said. <sighs> the, the flavor text of this is just so over-the-top silly and funny. <laughs> yeah. Just, God. But anyway, it's a great attachment. It is... Yeah. It's one, uh, as uh, when I'm playing, it's like, no, not this card. Yeah, I right? Had, I, mean, I had all these cool things I was going to do, and I can't do them now. So. Like, when I first encountered the set, I was thinking, like, I don't really get how it fits. Because, I, you know, Frost Giants, you want it just to be a bunch of big goons. Um, but... They all need a treachery or something and a side scheme. And this is cool. Like what it does to you just completely pins you. Yeah. I, I wonder if the set should be called like Jotunheim instead. Right. Yeah. Cause this route isn't the frost giants aren't freezing you. It's you're in their realm and the realm is so cold that you're being frozen. Right. right? Yeah. Because there's a side scheme that plays into it. The same idea of where you're at. Right. Um, Correct. It's the thing that froze you. And it is Unnatural Storm. Uh, the deadly cold of Jotunheim immobilizes even the hardiest of heroes. Heroes and allies cannot be readied by player card effects. When revealed, exhaust each ally in play. <laughs> two threat per player with two boost icons. I mean, that's brilliant. <laughs> that is just brilliant. Yeah. Every ally in play, four-player game, is exhausted. They can't ready, and neither can the heroes. Yep. And that's scary in a four-player game, if that's the first card that pops up. And then, like, there could be any number of attacks and quick strikes being revealed after this. Like, four-player game, you have eight threat on the table that you cannot use allies or heroes' basic thwart ability to remove. <laughs> so only events are going to yeah. be able to, right? Maybe a support or something here or there, but... Well 
Yeah, it's so There's good. only one reveal that you exhaust them, and they ready at normal moments in the framework. Okay. Yes, by right? player card effects. Yep. Okay. It's just it's just they're not readying from the leadership thing that readies allies or whatever. Like they're still gonna ready at the end of the hero player phase. Yes. The player phase. Okay. Yeah, but you gotta survive first. Sure. Sure, sure. But Yeah. Right. So like in a solo game, you're ready. You get this you've you've defended against maybe Hella or something. Or yeah. some big ally, like a Laufey or whatever. Then this comes up as the encounter card. All your allies are exhausted, and your hero is also exhausted because you defended. Yep. And you're going into the next phase with everybody exhausted, and you can't ready them. Right. End of the Which phase. I think speaks to the beauty of this game. Yeah. The beauty of this game is that a lot of your cards can still be played when you're exhausted. True. Yep. And yeah, I, that's that's great. Imagine God. Could you imagine, guys, if? You couldn't play like attack cards or whatever. Yeah, I can't if... imagine that because I've played Hulk and She-Hulk. <laughs> and all their <laughs> events trigger after doing a basic attack. Right. Yeah. Uh, what's that? Um, justice card, making an entrance when you make a basic thwart. You know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I like that this knocks those things out. But yeah. yeah. God, it's such a cool. Well, we should talk about the set as a whole. I mean, well, I, I like that this card, this side scheme, feels like a must clear, and it doesn't have an icon on it. I think that's cool. Oh, good point. Yeah. It's already doing enough, is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, sometimes you like there's an acceleration. i got to get rid of it, or I'm going to thread well, out. Or... Actually, why would you ever clear it? Because you're, I mean, just because your allies can't ready? <laughs> well, your heroes and allies can't be ready by card effects. So if you're playing, yeah, if you're playing somebody like, spider who can use the host spider to ready to do all her stuff right. you can't do that my, anymore yeah. my favorite part of this steve because i imagine this is what life in a cold place is like you finally warm up you discard this card only to put it back in the deck to get when revealed again yes <laughs> yeah like i have to get out of here and then it just shows up again oh it's almost yeah. unnatural almost <laughs> well Let's give it a grade. Yeah. What do you think? This is an A. This is an A plus, Mike. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. The, well, let me ask you this, gentlemen. What encounter set would you say is more difficult than this one? Modular set, I'm sorry. Uh, you're putting me on the... Uh, I, yeah, I you're putting us on the spot. I, and I agree yeah. I'm putting you on the spot, but I'm like... Yeah. If you're, if you're thinking about it... Well, no, like, no. Oh. It, it's, one of the, it's one of the higher ones, but... I was going to say, would you put it top tier difficulty? At I least. don't know, because there's Crossfire's crew. There's still, like, the original sets with all the really big, bad minions that have a lot more varied boost effects. I find those can be a little more challenging. Although that, that condition, Frozen's pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, there's still sets like uh, Space Pirates that is just really mean. And um, Wrecking Crew out of the hood. Those are some big, beefy guys that work well. We haven't talked about yet. Yeah. Um, this is appropriately difficult and fun. Yeah, I think it's top tier. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you've got big allies who are hard to get rid of that done you. Yeah. you ha and then you have non-ready, you can't ready up. <laughs> so it's harder to get rid of those guys. One of the things I like, too, about it thematically is that of all the heroes best built to deal with it, it's Thor. It's a minion-heavy deck. Yeah. Right? So... Yeah, he can he can do some hammer throws into guys and 
Yeah, he over can, here, ping off he tough. Lo- he loves his minions. He doesn't really. I mean, he has a decent base attack, but he can get away with his events. Yeah, lightning strike and stuff like that. Yeah, it's a it's a good set. I I really like it. I other than Frozen, the art on it's pretty solid too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Frozen wins for its tie in to Disney <laughs> Plus. Yeah, is that Hans from? <laughs> I guess, yeah, it could be after he's turned into a undead feaster. A Draugr. Mike, how did the good people get hold of us? Hey, folks. Does this modular set send your soul spiraling in frozen fractals all around? Let us know. You can email us at criticalencounterspod at gmail.com. We are Critical Encounters on Facebook. You can find us on YouTube by searching for Critical Encounters Podcast. And on Discord, we are Vardane, Big Foam Loaf, and Wandering Took. If you like our show, tell your friends. If you don't like our show, tell your enemies. Elsa, take us out. No, I'm tired of this frozen nonsense. I'm the real Elsa, the Elsa Supreme, and all will bow down to me. I really, honest guy, don't even know what I'm looking at when I look Mm. at that card. It looks like a balloon man. Bring it a paint over it. All right. <laughs> I'm going to play Frozen music right there. <laughs> Never going to get a cease and desist from Disney, but whatever. I don't care. <laughs>